Today's Life with Lisa Williams is brought to you by India Partners. Learn more at lifewithlisawilliams.com and buckle your seatbelt for today's show. I'm just a radio girl. I love things that talk to me. You LOL. I did. I truly laughed out loud. I'm Lisa. I'm great. Everything's fine. Somebody just wrote on my Facebook page, please get your mom on Facebook. We want to be her friend. Do you want to be on Facebook? What is that? Are you on Twitter? I talked to the mailman. Is that Twitter? Life with Lisa Williams is like a cake. Run around in the sun. Exactly. Put a sprinkler in the yard. This is life. This is is life. This is life. 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 This is Life with Lisa Williams. Hello from the car. This is a Life with Lisa Williams that's being recorded while I drive. Woo-hoo. We don't know if there's any laws against this. We know Ooh, texting and driving. Maybe, yeah. Texting and driving is probably... A- Julie Thomas is making siren sounds. <laughs> I have not been stopped by the law yet, but the day is young. <laughs> um, I used to drive like my hair was on fire. I had 26 speeding tickets by the time I was 26. I had no break in my life. But now that I'm 46, I haven't been ticketed in a while, so hopefully this won't be the day. Yeah, that's not me. Um, so here's the deal. Uh, I'm driving and just talking. That's not illegal, right? Right. It's hands-free. Oh. the roundabout. Take the second exit. Sirius with us. <laughs> Sirius trying to help. Melanie Moritzky is holding the computer. She's actually producing the show in the back seat. My dear friends, Julie Thomas. Woo! Oh, I don't know where to turn right now. Take a left. Take a left. Are you sure? You're going south. Okay. And Lisa <laughs> Kyle. Yay! Yay! I'm in a roundabout. Now you're gonna go through the roundabout and get your left lane. Okay. We just had a meeting at the house of the wonderful Carrie Scott. Yay! Carrie Scott! We love Carrie. We love Carrie Big Scott. Fan of Carrie. Carrie Scott, who wrote Untangled, but she's so much more than that. That's just a way for you to figure out who she is easily. Carrie Scott, who loves Jesus. Carrie Scott, who passionately wants to help people know Jesus. Carrie Scott, who um, fed us good food and treated us nicely. We were just at her house, and we were praying and talking and sharing about this idea that we want to tell you about, but I don't know when. We have this idea. It's It has to do with you. It has to do with the future. It has to do with a lot of things. And, and sometime in the next few weeks, I'm going to have thought about it enough that I'm going to tell you about it. So that's what we were meeting about, this idea that has to do with you and the future. <laughs> so since the microphone was in the car and since Julie and Lisa are in the back seat, Mel and I are just going to pass the mic to the back seat and find out what's going on in the hearts. Hey, look, this is the only option I had. I had a meeting today. If we don't do this, I don't have a show. So you guys, you, you backseat drivers. Hi, I'm trying not to get car sick. We're on the road again. Seriously, what direction are we going in? We are going, Help. we're going south right now. And sometimes in life that happens in friendships. We have so friendships. South. It's going so south. You know, there's so many cars on the road. And every car has a different personality, just like the personalities within this car. (laughs) And, you know, there's some that are, you know, the kind of Sunday driving car drivers. And then there's like the speed drivers and sports cars. And then there's one. Yeah. Let's just take a moment. 26 tickets. Seriously. I mean, I'm I'm thinking in a horn honker. Are you one of those? Because my children go, Mom, why didn't you honk? I go, because, you know, I think that that was okay that they needed to do that well how about this we're four friends we're in the car we're on the road we are on a journey right right and so friends in a car on a journey
like a metaphor for life. You know, everybody always talks about the journey and stuff like that. The and race. Since, I think sitting around with a bunch of girlfriends and talking and being um, open to having a, uh, a better friendship and to going deeper is so much more difficult. I'm not saying, obviously it's not impossible, but it's so much more difficult the older you get because so it's so different from when you were in college and you just... You just hung out together. You just naturally, in, in college, you just all hung out together. You all went to the cafeteria together. You all went to parties together. You all just lived life together. But the older you get, you have so many different separate lives and kids and responsibilities and whatever that it's it's something that you almost have to fight for at our at our age. Does that sound so old and grown up <laughs> at our age? You have to be age? intentional. You have to be intentional about friendship. You know, you're right. It, you're a kid it's like you're in school you're gonna be friends with the people you're friends with but like when Julie and I became friends it was like an intentional like we had a meeting about it like we had like a DTR almost of our friendship define the relationship relationship. I know it sounds like I'm yelling but I'm in the front seat (laughs) well I think I think what Julie was saying was when we were younger it was easy to associate friendship by just the presence of just being around each other and now when we're older yes a little bit older we have more differences we have more differences than we do have things in common because our, our lives are a bit thinner instead of thicker like we're we're dispersed a little bit more there's so much that goes on in, on a daily basis in the Thomas household with all that just happens with with my own little fam and so to carve out time for friendships and to do that it's not like it's it's actually what I want to do, but for some reason that gets squeezed out a lot of times because life is so daily. When I lived in Indiana, I had this friend named Julie. She's still my friend, not the Julie in the back seat, but another friend named Julie. And it was very intentional that I picked her as a friend. We're about the same age, we had kids the same age, and she seemed like a safe person, and she was. But I remember being jealous of her. <laughs> Because she had been in Indiana her whole life, I believe her whole life, and she had this group of friends. And they did life together. And I had lots of friends here and there and everywhere. We moved a lot and stuff. But to be in a place and to have friends, maybe you have that. And if so, oh my gosh, what a blessing. Or maybe you're like me and you wish, and thankfully I'm developing that now because I've got these people trapped in my car and I'm not going to let them out until they swear to be my friend for the rest of my life. But, you know, like... Forever. One of them had gotten cancer and died. And the pictures that they took together just as friends and they rallied around each other during that. And You know, Julie would say to me, we've lived through divorces, we've lived through weddings, we've lived through miscarriages, we've uh, lived through death of a child, we've lived through the death of one of our friends, and we are tight. And I admired it and loved it, but I coveted it. Like, I want to do life with people. I feel like sometimes, back then, I was an island because I'd been hurt. You know, Lisa's just shared that she coveted these friendships that had history but she just got planted into this community that she didn't have a history so she couldn't even synthetically create that she couldn't create that if she her life depended on it so how do we embrace or engage in a friendship that's inviting to us but we don't have the history so there's that deficit or that lack of history um it goes both ways are we friends including others into our friendships that are 
deeper or have history or are we the new ones going I don't know if I can get in because how do I how do I how do I bridge the gap between all the history that they've shared and me feeling like I've never been there for those great stories how do we have the confidence to say we're moving forward and how do we enjoy the next layer of friendships yeah it's vulnerability I think friendship is vulnerable because who hasn't been hurt by a friend oh who hasn't been like in grade school? Suddenly you're the odd one out, and nobody's talking to you. Who or hasn't get invited to a party? You don't get invited no. to a party. You know whatever happens, and so we, we pain avoidance is hey, you know what? I'm just gonna be my own person, and and then how many of us have said okay, I'm gonna be vulnerable, and then something happens. You know, so I used to say, I know who my friends are. I've got about five of them. They're all over the United States. Don't need any more. Thank you very much. But in doing that, it's almost like a blood clot. You you. You stop the flow of God in your life by saying, I'm going to, I'm going to stop this up to protect myself. And you end up hurting yourself. It's just like that thing where they say we build walls to protect ourselves, And then suddenly we're just walled in all by ourselves. So there's a vulnerability, but with it becomes the, the rare beauty of living in community. I've actually learned that from watching Joel and Julie, uh, Julie Thomas and Joel Thomas. They are very open with lots of human beings. Not aliens. <laughs> human beings. They are very open. I'll rephrase it. They are very open. Like They have people in their house. Yeah, we're having people in their house. We're having some people over. We're having a small group. We're going to a small group. We're starting a small group. We're helping with this church plan. You know, this openness of just being and embracing the messiness of human beings around and not walling yourself off. I mean, what do you think? Do you think that's what friendship is about? Maybe vulnerability of, I'm inviting you in, you seem safe. As long as there's guacamole. There's Julie. As long there's as guacamole it, at all. Every conversation goes back to guacamole. It's guacamole. And or I, football. I call that a win. <laughs> I don't know. I think that when do we say enough hurt is enough? And there's a lot of us and that have been hurt that we go, yeah, no more. But that's us building up that wall and waiting there could be one more friendship or multiple friendships on the other side of that wall that we're missing out on because because we are behind that wall for all the reasons that are completely understandable absolutely like hats off to I mean we're, what are we wall women I mean it is understandable that we hide behind walls because it's just protective safe risky but like you said it's then we're all alone and then we have this longing well how do we get on the other side of that wall and so maybe now it's an opportunity to say if we're recognizing our walls, what are we doing this week, today, to take a step towards the other side of the wall? Well, and I, and I think... Mel, Mel is talking! Mel is talking. talking! Well, and I think also it's not just about building up our own walls, but it's also... I mean, some of the, some of the walls that, that I've had have been <laughs> placed there by other women. You know, I think as women we can be very, we can be very judgmental and we can be very catty with each other and I think that and I think that one of the things with friendship is not only being willing to drop your wall but being you know it goes back to the trust being being willing to let someone drop their wall you know being there to just to just listen to that and to just and to just know that hey you know I might maybe I want to make a snarky comment but maybe it's not a good thing we just have to be very we have to be very intentional about not helping someone else build up a wall too the bible verse that comes to mind is if we walk in the light as he is in the light we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus 
covers our sins. And that to me is what we're talking about. To walk with Christ means walking in the light and walking in fellowship with other people. And then the blood of Jesus, in other words, forgiveness and the power of God, it's all about relationship. It, life is about relationships. Even God is a relationship. He is the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And so when we try to say, hey, you know what? Relationships hurt. Relationships are messy. Friends have hurt me. We are then removing ourselves from the system that ultimately brings us healing. So to protect ourselves, we end up hurting ourselves. Thank you. These deep thoughts are brought to you by I-25 South. On I-25 <laughs> South, lots of great things happen in this car. <laughs> Hashtag whatever. Hashtag I'm making my friends nervous. Hashtag, don't do this at home. Hashtag, don't try this at home. Hashtag, if she goes a little bit faster, she'll hop up on the back end of this. Oh my gosh, hard. I don't even know if you can hear us because there's so much road noise. I hope this even works out. Oh my gosh. Listen tomorrow for part two of The Car Show with Lisa, Lisa, Julie, and Melanie. You'll find out if they made it home safely without getting a ticket. And more thoughts tomorrow on finding safe friends you can trust. Leave comments or driving directions at lifewithlisawilliams.com.